Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode is going to be all about Taurus season, along with a little recap from the solar eclipse we had and kind of like a recap of the April astrology as well. So we'll kind of be like reflecting on all the astrology transits we've been through for April, but really focusing on Taurus season as well, because then next week I'm going to be coming out with my lunar eclipse full moon Scorpio episode along with the May astrology dates episode. So there'll be two episodes next week. And that's just like what the calendar system and the astrology, that's just how it's been falling where I've kind of had to do two episodes because I like to do all that stuff separate. It's the Virgo in me. Got to keep it clean and separate. But this episode is really going to be everything you need to know about Taurus season. We're in Taurus season right now and we're a couple days into the season. But before we dive into all that, let me just cover a couple announcements. So I do have my readings open right now. And the way that I'm doing my readings is I'm offering like these PDF reports. So if you do want to learn more about your own astrology chart, or you just want to know like what is currently going on in your life, I can do a report on the current transits. And then I also offer these pre-recorded Zoom readings where I record it and then I send you the video through email and then you have that copy forever and that's what I'm doing right now and then I do plan eventually doing live readings again but right now I'm just doing these pre-recorded ones till I figure out this balance better and that's pretty much it for those announcements and now let me just go through the current astrology for the week so I'm recording this on April 23rd which is a Sunday we have the moon in Gemini and Venus in Gemini conjunct this morning. And we're also seeing Mercury and Taurus, sextile Mars and Cancer. Monday, April 24th, we have Sun sextile Saturn, Mercury sextile Mars. We'll also be seeing the Sun and Taurus conjunct North Node Taurus. So we're still playing with big destiny themes here. April 25th, which is a Tuesday, we have Moon conjunct Mars and Cancer Tuesday night. So then April 25th through April 26th, we're still seeing the Sun sextile Saturn energy. April 27th, which is a Thursday, we will be seeing that Moon in Leo oppose Pluto in Aquarius. We'll be seeing that Thursday morning on April 27th. And then April 28th is when we start to see Mars in Cancer sextile Uranus in Taurus. And like we are in between eclipses right now as well. So this is a very interesting period being in between eclipses. And with us being in between eclipses, this is kind of like we're in the like intermission of a play and the solar eclipse new moon was act one and now we're in the intermission in between eclipses because then on may 5th when we have that lunar eclipse full moon in scorpio that's act two but it's like since we're in this intermission 
period like we're just kind of chilling here waiting like talking about act one like oh my gosh did you see that did you hear that and we're kind of like anticipating well what's this one next one gonna bring what's in store here and let's talk about this solar eclipse that we just had because I did a whole episode on the solar eclipse in Aries and this was also the second Aries new moon of the year as well but that was kicking, really kicking off eclipse season two. This was a hybrid eclipse, being that it went from total to annular as well. And then also the fact that we also saw the sun and moon both ingress into Taurus a couple hours after this new moon. So then it even brought like some strong Taurus energy as well, even though this was an Aries new moon solar eclipse, it still brought some of that Taurus energy with it since we did have the sun and moon both ingress into Taurus a couple hours after this Aries new moon. So big themes here around like taking action into making your destiny into a physical reality, especially since we saw this one squaring Pluto. This one was really challenging us to rise into our own power. So did you do those? Like, did you learn that lesson with this Aries new moon solar eclipse? Because with those squares to Pluto, it was really challenging you to rise into your own power. Or were you continuing to shy away from your own power? Have you been giving your power away? How can you step into your power more? Because this solar eclipse was challenging us to start writing that next chapter of our destiny. We don't need to start writing it right now. But it was challenging us to start making those initiation steps to start making those changes now. Because when we go into this lunar eclipse on May 5th, this is really challenging us to purge out and release all the things no longer serving us. And there's big like destiny themes going on right now, especially since we are going to be seeing the sun conjunct North Node Taurus tomorrow. And I will be talking about that because there's big destiny themes here right now. So this is a great time to really check in with your check in with yourself and figure out, okay, am I really on the right path right now? And is the job that I'm in right now, is that really what I want to do? Is what I'm doing right now really serving me? How can I do something that is serving me? Where am I going to be happy? This is the time to ask yourself those questions, especially since we also have Mercury retrograde in Taurus right now. And the fact that we had it go retrograde a couple degrees away from Uranus, this is really helping us start thinking outside of the box more and trying to get more innovative and unique and creative with our ideas. This is helping us transform and transmute those old beliefs, those limiting beliefs into new empowering beliefs that will serve our higher selves, that will serve us in creating the next level of our destiny. Like to me, this also, like the solar eclipse was like a big up level like it was a big completion celebration like we've reached the final level in this one video game and now we're finally moving on to that next level like it's almost kind of like a graduation in a sense as well but this is really helping us move forward and propel ourselves forward in that next chapter of our own individual unique destiny so definitely like big like destiny themes here and definitely like big like purging out themes as well. So like we're still like and it still reminds me of that nuclear fission like nu it still reminds me of nuclear fission that I talked about probably like a month ago from my Pluto and Aquarius episode. But it still reminds me of nuclear fission where we're like purging out the old but we're also starting something new because that's kind of like what this solar eclipse was as well was we were like still releasing the old that's no longer serving us that's 
putting us like that's holding us back from our destiny and now we're starting to make those next steps taking those next steps that will propel us forward for our destiny because actually I have the chart pulled up right now for this very moment when I'm recording this because I have the moon and Venus conjunct exactly right now when I'm recording this and it's just very interesting to me that this is all happening right now but with this moon conjunct Venus energy that we're experiencing today in Gemini this can all peak like our own curiosities our own mental stimulation maybe you're craving like you have a deeper crave for mental stimulation maybe you've been doing like more research or going down like different rabbit holes I know I've been doing that but I'm also a Gemini moon but enough about me but with like this moon conjunct Venus, it can definitely ignite like deeper curiosities, deeper passions, great time to look at different things, especially even in your own life, great time to do those deeper dives into certain areas in your own life, especially since like Gemini is ruled by Mercury and Mercury is retrograde in Taurus right now. This is really helping us take that extra look at things in Taurus right now, really helping us figure out, okay, what is the value serving me? How is my worth right now? Do I need to work on improving my self-worth? How can I improve my self-worth? Especially like with this moon conjunct Venus energy in Gemini, this can definitely bring a lot of like curious nature, but also big passion and energy as well. Even for romance, even like if you do have, like if you are in a relationship or you're not in a relationship, can definitely bring some interesting vibes there. But definitely interesting energy with this moon conjunct venus today we can also see it at sunset as well i saw it last night you can see it tonight as well and really cool though being able to see that in the sky at least i think so but now i want to talk about just like this current astrology what's going on for the remainder of april because with us still being in between eclipses right now, it's very interesting as well since this was like an Aries new moon solar eclipse and then tomorrow we'll be experiencing the sun conjunct north node Taurus. So this is really putting like our destiny on the forefront of our mind again tomorrow. So it's a very like destined day tomorrow with the sun conjunct north node taurus and like with sun conjunct north node taurus it's really putting like our destiny our mission on the forefront of our mind and it's a great time to check in with yourself from that solar eclipse we just had and be like okay and uh, did i learn those like aries new moon lessons did i learn the aries lessons especially since we're done with aries season now as well and with sun conjunct north node taurus this is reminding us that slow and steady wins the race have you been working on building that solid strong foundation that taurus really likes because to me the motto of taurus is slow and steady wins the race and this is a great check-in because this is also the last time that we'll be seeing the sun and north node meet up in taurus especially since the north nodes at four degrees of Taurus will be seeing the nodes shift in July. So this is the last time that we're seeing the sun and north node meet up as well in Taurus. So this is a big moment here. And this is also kind of like checking in too. Okay, did we learn the north node Taurus lesson from the last 18 months? Check in with yourself from the last 18 months and be like, okay, what have I been building for the last 18 months? Have I been setting myself up for success? Have I been creating a solid, strong foundation? Or have I been living in South Node Scorpio land? And have I been just looking for short-term gain or just like short-term pleasure and just like quick fix things, like those quick things that just like you make money really quick, but it's not like long-lasting. 
that south known scorpio stuff and now like that because we are seeing sun opposed south node scorpio so this is also helping us release everything that's no longer serving us so that's why i keep going back to that nuclear fission statement where it's like we're bringing in something new but we're also releasing and purging out the old so it's like okay what about south node scorpio have you learned that's no longer serving you how can you release that how can you start stepping into your destiny more how can you start laying those groundworks start continuing laying that solid strong foundation that will set you up for future success now I'm going to read a little bit about Taurus from the only astrology book you'll ever need. It says, Taurus is a feminine, earth, fixed sign. Taurus is quiet, affectionate, patient, stable, determined, practical, stubborn, and resistant to change. That's definitely their fixed energy, making them stubborn and resistant to change, that fixed energy there. Their ruling planet is Venus, Roman goddess of beauty and the arts. Pleasure, emotions, and astrology, Venus's influence inclines towards a love of luxury and exceptional creative ability. Their symbol is the bull. Strong, stubborn plotting can be both fierce and gentle. Their glyph is the bull. The pictograph represents the horns and head of the bull. It also outlines the chin and Adam's apple of the human throat. That's the part of the anatomy that Taurus rules is the throat. In symbolic terms, the glyphs is a half moon forming a cup that rests on the circle of the sun. The cup represents material power and wealth derived through the force of will, the circle. Their dominant keyword is I have. Their polarity is Scorpio. Because Taurus is a sign of property and money, its natives put a high regard on collecting possessions and are known to cling to what is theirs. Scorpio, Taurus's opposite sign, is the sign of legacies and shared wealth. The wealth of Scorpio people tends to be spiritual rather than material, which they give to others in the form of teaching, writing, and healing arts. Part of the body ruled by Taurus, neck and throat. It says many Taurus people have beautiful speaking and singing voices, but they are variable vulnerable to colds, laryngitis, sore throats, thyroid problems. Lucky day for them is Friday because Friday is Venus's day. Magical birthstone is emerald. And now I just want to read a little more because it says their most likable trait is dependability. You are the person others count on in the clutch, the one who perseveres when less determined spirits fall by the wayside. Because if perseverance is the quality most needed for success, you tend to be successful. You are not the pioneer who first strikes out for new territory, but the determined settler who follows and builds houses and towns and cultivates the soil. If you were born under the second sign of the zodiac, there is a pronounced stubborn streak in you. Your greatest strength resides in your tenacity and steady, relentless drive. You are a purposeful achiever who has endless patience to see a thing through to make it a success. You are the original, immovable object in irresistible force. Taurus is a fixed sign, which means its natives are not fond of change. You simply cannot be rushed into anything new. A different approach creates unease and anxiety in you. You are most comfortable and secure with the familiar, and your attitude might be summed up as if everything is working fine the way it is. Why try something new? Everyone knows you have a temper, although you rarely show it, as a subordinate remark of a torn executive. No one actually saw him lose his temper, but no one ever doubted that he had one. Generally, you are equable and patient, as patient as time itself, and it is only when opposed that you become angry. However, there is volcanic activity going on underneath your easygoing gen general exterior, like a bull quietly grazing in a pasture. You're not looking to challenge anyone, but it would be a fatal mistake for anyone to challenge you. 
And then I just want to read one last thing. It just says, this is how others see Taurus people. So it says, you're thought of as a serene influence, someone to depend on, and you're admired for your organized mind. Not many people realize that you're sensitive and easily wounded. You are trusted as a tastemaker and your artistic, aesthetic opinion is welcome. Because you love sound, because you have sound instincts about money, your financial advice is also sought. On the other hand, people resent your tendency to be dogmatic. Even if you're right, others don't understand why you have to be so unyielding. So now I'm going to stop reading from that book. I'm going to set it down real quick. Okay, there we go. So Taurus in general, like now I want to kind of talk about the shadow traits because that really kind of amplified like their positive traits. But some of like the negative shadow traits with Taurus is them being stubborn, them being resistant to change. And then like them, like that volcanic activity that it described when I was reading about Taurus, it's like if they don't deal with their emotions in a healthy way and they just let them bottle up, that's not healthy either. So it's also like for a Taurus to live out in their highest expression, it's really important for them to find a good healthy outlet to let out all that excess energy, that excess anger, anger so it doesn't erupt like a volcano. But one thing that I really respect about Taurus is their work ethic. They are some of the most hardest working signs of the zodiac. I've worked with a lot of Tauruses and they're always super hard working. And that's why I've, I've come up with the motto, slow and steady wins the race, because they are not the most fast workers out there. Like they're definitely not the fastest, but they will get the job done. Like you can always count on them to get the job done. May not be the fastest. They may still be there like a couple hours later after everyone's done, but that's okay because you know it's going to be done correctly and you know it's going to be done in the right way. And that's one thing that I really respect about Taurus. And that's also like a big like North Node Taurus lesson is slow and steady wins the race. Like it's okay to take your time building something to get it done right, to make it last for a long time. Because then like with South Node Scorpio, it can be really easy to just get like lost in the quickness of things and just want to get it out now but not really have that solid strong foundation and then another thing too just with like scorpio being the polar opposite of taurus this is where we can all get into like a lack mindset especially since taurus does rule like our worth our value um scorpio being their polar opposite this is where we can kind of like look at what other people have and be like well i want that too why why can't i have that why, why do they have that? Why, why aren't I worthy of that? You are worthy of everything in your heart. Everything in your heart is meant for you. God, universe, wouldn't put these desires in your heart if you weren't meant to have them. Like, that would be a really mean thing. And that would just be like a cruel joke from the universe. If, like, we get all these desires in our hearts and then none of them ever come true. Like, that would just be a very cruel joke from the universe. And this is what Taurus teaches us, is that what's in our heart, those desires, is meant for us to come true. But it's about putting in that work, being tenacious, being patient, having that solid, strong foundation, and being like, you know, it's going to take me a little longer to get there, but that's okay because I'm going to have this solid, strong foundation. And I know I keep saying that. I've been saying that since we've had North Node Taurus, but it's true. A solid, strong foundation with Taurus. You need that to set yourself up for the future success because because Taurus in their highest expression as well, especially since they are ruled by the planet Venus. This is all about us creating our own heaven on earth. Whatever that garden of Eden may look like for you, this is what it's all about. This is about us slowing down, really anchoring into mother nature. 
really honoring mother nature and all that mother nature has to offer this is a great time to go outside and spend more time in nature if you're not someone who really does that I have definitely been going outside more, especially now that it's spring. Like, I definitely, like, this is why I love astrology so much. And here we go with another astrogasm. But this is why, like, it's no coincidence that we have, like, Earth Day during Taurus season, that we have spring during Taurus season. Like, this is the time to take in all the beauties of the world, of Earth, of Mother Gaia. This is the time to take it all in, to really slow down and be present in the moment. Be thankful for everything that you have in your life too. Like this is a great time to show gratitude for everything that you have as well. Like what is like what do you have in your life that you are thankful for? Like I'm just getting that right now. Like this is a great time to really give thanks and show thanks to the universe, to God, whoever you believe in for all that you have right now. And then continue building upon that during this Taurus season, really setting yourself up for that future success. Okay, now that I've talked about Taurus a lot, now I just want to go into like the other aspects of the astrology transits that we'll be seeing this week because on top of just like Sun conjunct North Node Taurus, we're also seeing the Sun in Taurus, Sextile, Saturn, and Pisces. And so with Sun and Taurus making a sextile to Saturn and Pisces, this is definitely where like steady accomplishment is the way to go right now because now I'm like looking at my Astro Gold program. And it says, you have the ability to build a strong sense of self based on good principles and effort. Your sense of achievement is small and middling task is rewarding. You also have the ability to establish good relations with those in authority. Right now, you can reap the rewards of past endeavors. Your experience stands you in good stead, so continue to work on building a good reputation. This is also a good time to fix, renovate, or work in a building. A health checkup could also prove beneficial depending on other influences this week. And we're still kind of feeling the sun square Pluto energy as well because when we saw the sun move into Taurus we saw that Taurus sun square Pluto in Aquarius and I did talk about that last in last week's episode but I'm just going to read this again from Astro Gold about sun square Pluto it says your biological urges are powerful right now but they may be a little out of balance. Try to direct your energies into positive outlets. A new empowering exercise regime or a debating team may provide a channel for your pent-up energy. You can enjoy this time of extra energy, but only if you direct it wisely and avoid conflict. Enjoy the feelings, but avoid the seven deadly sins. So this is definitely a time where like, if you do have that excess energy, like I talked about a little earlier, like find a good physical outlet to let that excess energy out. And then with that sun sextile Saturn, like this is definitely a great time to continue really like focusing on what you've been building right now and figuring out like the little details and getting those things in order because this is a good transit that will definitely help you continue to help propel you forward in your own destiny. And then we're also going to be seeing the moon conjunct Mars. We'll be seeing that like late Tuesday night. And so like with moon conjunct Mars and Cancer, this is definitely going to bring up some like weird, like volatile, aggressive energy. And then like I always love like what the like my men, like my astrology mentor, the Leo King, he always says that Mars and Cancer is like crying over spilled milk. And I'm like, yes, that's definitely what Mars and Cancer is. And I have to remind myself this all the time because this is just like me being a little personal here. Like I've been, I've been really struggling with Mars and Cancer ever since we've had it go into Cancer here because Cancer is my 12th house 
and it's definitely bringing a lot of stuff up and I've been keep having to remind myself not to have these little Mars and Cancer like crying over spilled milk moments because like I've been having a lot of meltdowns lately and I've been really trying to get my emotions in check and I know it's been this Mars and Cancer so with Moon conjunct Mars and Cancer on Tuesday night definitely don't be crying over spilled milk like if something doesn't go your way that's okay just try to find a healthy way to let out those emotions try to work your like through the emotions in a healthy way this can also bring up some aggressive high energy as well so finding a like a physical outlet to let out that excess energy definitely be aware of like any communications you have going on because we're in mercury retrograde as well so with this mercury retrograde and then we have moon conjunct mars like definitely be aware of what you're saying who you're speaking to this is where arguments weird like miscommunications can happen so definitely be aware definitely like think before you speak with like reread the email before you send it a couple times just to make sure everything's in order because you don't want to be saying something and then regret it like a couple minutes later so definitely like it's okay to take your time before you like get the message out there um definitely like it's okay to kind of like retreat as well and like if you were invited to go out somewhere on a Tuesday night it's okay to take that back and be like you know well let's go out another day this week because just with moon conjunct Mars, some weird stuff could happen. And then Thursday morning is when we will be seeing the moon oppose Pluto and Aquarius. So then we'll be seeing that moon and Leo oppose Pluto and Aquarius on Thursday, April 27th. And we've already seen this once, but now we're seeing this again. So this is really activating that Leo Aquarius energy. And so with moon oppose Pluto, this is like, okay, are we really learning these Pluto and Aquarius lessons? Because Pluto and Aquarius is really about humanity coming together, putting our differences aside, putting humanity together, but it's also like about like technological revolutions, but also like with Pluto and Aquarius and with the moon opposing Pluto and Aquarius, like with this Leo Aquarius polarity, it's like, okay, are we being our own, like, are we being true to ourselves? Are we being our true unique individual selves or are we still following the status quo are we still going with the crowds because we're only going to be seeing this i think maybe one or two more times before pluto goes back into capricorn so we're only going to be seeing like we're only going to be getting this one or two more times with this leo aquarius polarity so this is really helping us anchor into this pluto and aquarius energy as well really helping us figure out okay where do I fit in here on the planet like what is my own like unique individual purpose and this is what these eclipses have been doing too that's what that solar eclipse was was really helping us figure out our own unique individual purpose because it was squaring Pluto and so this one it's like okay you you found out your own unique individual purpose now's the time to start rising up more into that power now's the time to get your voice let your voice be heard so now is the time to really start anchoring into that and take that next step because this is where like we're in between eclipses. <laughs> it really it reminds me of the show In Between the Lions. And it's kind of funny that we have the moon and Leo that's going that's like kind of like in between the hopefully people are getting me here. I don't even know if I'm making sense at this point. But it's like we're in between eclipses, in between the lions with the full moon and Leo. We aren't even in a full moon and Leo. Oh my goodness. So I think I just lost people at that point. So I'm just going to stop with the 
in between the lions part but like this leo aquarius polarity it's just very interesting to me that this is happening while we're in between eclipses so this is really challenging us to use our voice more to step into our power more and to own our uniqueness more and not to be afraid to shine that light more either because we're also going to be seeing mars and cancer sextile uranus and taurus and this can definitely bring some like inspiration some more energy it's also trying to like it can also bring some weird obstacles and weird stuff up but it's really challenging us to figure out a different way through it because we've also been seeing mars square chiron so this is also giving us like new healing elements it could bring some weird stuff up to the past as well but it's really challenging us to figure out a different way that we can start healing those parts of our past and um, as painful as it might be too like this is a time to really look at that pain and then when we go into that full moon lunar eclipse on May 5th this is really helping us release all of this stuff release all of these wounds all of the hurt from the past this is a great time for that but with that Mars square Chiron it's really challenging us to do this deeper healing to dive deeper into our own shadows and to not be afraid to do that deeper healing work as well but really that's like everything for like this week in the astrology um really just really wanted to focus on tourist season um next week will be all about the full moon scorpio lunar eclipse and i will also be doing a may astrology episode as well but do want to pull a couple cards just to see what comes through for this final week of april okay so pulling a tarot card first pulling from buffy the vampire tarot tarot deck and we got the seven of stakes and it shows Buffy and she's holding just like this giant axe and then there's other people fighting vampires holding other stakes um it says power you have it others don't this bothers them the seven of stakes is a helpful reminder to continue living at full power but to be aware that other people may view your success as a threat you may find yourself having to defend your feelings your expertise or your talent so be prepared to advocate for yourself wow i really like that we got this card because this definitely goes with the pluto themes that we've been seeing like with that sun square pluto energy and then with the moon opposed pluto that we're going to be seeing this week this is really challenging us to rise into our own power and it's a great reminder like are there other people like like are they scared of your power are they jealous of your power are they trying to take your power away this is the time to really anchor in your own power and own your power for what it is and don't shy away from it um i really like that we got this card because it's a great reminder like sometimes there will be jealous people out there who try to steal our thunder or try to take our power away and this is a great reminder that we need to do like these spiritual protective practices to really like to protect ourselves and even just doing like i'm just getting this right now like even just doing like a little envisioning of yourself like in a white bubble or a gold bubble and just like envisioning yourself in that bubble of protection throughout the day can help protect your energies from other people okay so i got a new oracle deck i'm pulling from it's called the deep dark and dangerous oracle and we got guardians and it's cerebrus and it's like the three-headed dogs that Hades has or like the three-headed dogs from Harry Potter, like Fluffy. So it says, develop strong and healthy boundaries. You should respect the boundaries of others. Not all places or people are for you or should be available to you. Exercise and expect loyalty. 
guardianship and then it says like duality guardianship abandonment loyalty disloyalty at the gates of the underworld there lies a huge hound he yawns three yawns for he has three massive heads and now it just talks about like cerberus but it also says right here that it's presented that once at the service at the temple of demeter cerberus is startled by the sunlight oh he vomits venom and foam bile all over the flowers at the exit giving the plant a poison some poisonous nature he struggles mightily hercules managed to exhibit the hound hercules is widely criticized finally cerberus is pregnant of the king and labor deemed successful some say hercules took cerberus home the three-headed dog but more popular is the account that like all good boys cerberus found his own way back to hades and never left again so that's an interesting little story about the three-headed dog but okay calypso just jumped up on my computer while I'm recording this. Hey Calypso. Calypso's my cat. I don't even know. She's never done this before when I've recorded. Calypso, what are you doing? <gasps> oh my gosh, she's like literally like right on top of my laptop when I'm recording this. I am so sorry. That definitely lost my train of thought with the card, but okay, now she's sitting on top of my iPad. This is so funny. I'm gonna take a picture of this and put it on Instagram to show everyone from my recording this is what recording my podcast look like guys <laughs> oh geez okay anyway all right sorry about that but we pulled the three-headed dog card cerberus so this is really like okay do we have healthy boundaries in our own lives um great time to really evaluate look at our own boundaries too especially in tourist season like we know our worth we know our value and this is the time to really evaluate boundaries as well and figure out okay do we need to redraw those lines so next week will be two episodes an episode on the full moon lunar eclipse in scorpio another episode on the may astrology Hope everyone had a good solar eclipse, new moon, and Aries. Hope everyone is having a good start to Taurus season. Um, I have my astrology readings open. There are PDF reports or pre-recorded Zoom reports. But hope everyone has a great week. Feel free to follow me, tag me on Instagram at Diary. But until the next episode, we will chat again soon. <laughs>